Welcome back to another edition of Through the Smoke, a Miami Hurricanes football and recruiting podcast here on the 24-7 Sports Network. David Lake joined, as always, by Gabby Rutia. We are now in the third weekend, approaching the third weekend of June, third official visit weekend uh, for uh, the summer from the, for the Miami Hurricanes. And we are here to preview a smaller group compared to the other weekends, but a group that is still important uh, in terms of representing key targets at various positions. So we're here to preview this weekend quick. We'll get out of here quick with a short podcast and uh, head over to the camp on Thursday afternoon at UM. They have a prospect camp. Um, and before we get rolling here, let me just highlight, today's the last day for 60% off annual subscription deal. This deal ends Thursday at 11.59 p.m. Uh, once Friday hits, the deal goes to 50% off annual. So it's about a $10 difference, you know, going from maybe $43 for a year subscription to $52, about that. Uh, so now's the time to get all the recruiting juice. This is a key time this month and July is a key time for the Miami Hurricanes football program as they look to stack top 10 classes on top of each other in the early stages of this Mario Cristobal era. All right, let's Gabby jump into this weekend's visitors and let's start with another five-star defensive lineman that is scheduled to visit. That is Mr. Justin Scott, 6'4", 310 out of Chicago St. Ignatius High School, number 14 overall player in the country according to the composite he has visited georgia and michigan already this summer he will visit ohio state next week miami has a crystal ball pick from steve wolfong they also have a notre dame crystal ball pick from notre dame insider tom loy gabby justin scott visited in the spring basically for a week leading up to the spring game and after that visit, uh, the vibes were very strong for Miami. Uh, what do we need to know about this visit this weekend? Yeah, David, I think it's a huge, huge visit weekend, uh, you know, specifically because of Justin Scott and really just how they're kind of feeling going into this official visit weekend. You know, you mentioned the, that crystal ball from Steve Wilfong, you know, orange and green right now. I mean, I, I think that there's a lot of confidence coming out of Coral Gables in this recruitment. Uh, I think they feel like this could this visit weekend could go a long way, uh, you know, towards helping them accomplish that goal of landing a guy like Justin Scott. They need they need someone to kind of be the first one to kind of just make the move. I think they feel like Justin Scott, uh, you know, has potential to be the guy that's going to be like, all right, I'm going to I'm going to get the party started. I'm going to be the first, you know, big defensive lineman to kind of jump on the boat and say, hey, I'm going to be a hurricane. And again, I'm not saying that will de definitely happen this weekend, but I think coming into the visit, you know, Miami should be viewed as, you know, the school to, to kind of beat, right? I mean, he went to Georgia. I know he loved that Georgia visit. Georgia has since picked up two commitments from top 247 defensive linemen. Uh, he went to Michigan last week. You know, Sam Webb, who does a great job on our Michigan site, wrote that, you know, really the feeling coming out of that Ann Arbor trip is that, Justin Scott's a long shot for the Wolverines. And I think that I think we're just kind of continuing to get to this point where it's the third official visit weekend. 
of the summer. And it doesn't feel like Justin Scott has kind of become a huge Georgia lean or Georgia has really, really made that big, big move that kind of has people thinking like, okay, maybe Miami may not be the pick. I think coming into the weekend, Miami still kind of has the juice, still kind of has the momentum going into it. And again, I, I think people around the program feel like this is just going to be an absolutely huge weekend and trying to get Justin Scott around. We've talked in the past about some of the factors as to why Miami is such uh, a program that Justin Scott's that he likes so much. Again, you mentioned he visited for like a week that last that last week of spring football alongside a family who has, you know, an older son who's going to be a walk on running back at Miami and a younger son who would like to attend the University of Miami as well. And Justin Scott's really, really close with them. I mean, these are his closest friends. So, you know, kind of like the idea, like, hey, we can all just go to Miami together. I think that there's something to that. I'm not, I don't think that's the only thing, but I definitely think that's something playing out in Miami's favor. He's going to come with his family. I think, you know, Miami does a great, great job with these official visit weekends. I think that they're just going to do a lot to kind of just continue to push the envelope with Justin Scott. And, uh, you know, I'm again, I'm not saying he's going to commit after this weekend, but I do think that Miami's p- is positioning themselves in a really good spot. And I think this weekend's only re- gonna gonna help them kind of further that and potentially close it out. I mean, who really knows? I, I think it's in that I, I think it's possible, but um I'm not gonna start sitting here and you know making all those claims. But I think Miami feels really good about where they're at with Justin Scott. Who do you feel like is maybe the top threat to Miami? Because you know, Notre Dame obviously does a good job of recruiting the Chicago area yeah. and he's been there plenty, I think, but he has, he's at least not scheduled to take an official visit yet this summer. That could certainly happen in the fall. And then you got Ohio state looming, who of course is the powerhouse program in the Midwest. Who would you say is the the biggest school you you would also be keeping your eye on for Justin Scott? Yeah, I think Notre Dame's definitely in there. I think this Ohio State visit after is very interesting, right? Like I'm glossing over their their recruiting class. I don't see a big a big time defensive lineman kind of on the boat yet. I mean, they I could definitely see that being an attractive sort of situation for Justin Scott. I know Georgia. I know earlier in his recruiting process, there was a time where you know we kind of thought that Justin Scott was about to shut it down and maybe even commit to a Notre Dame. And then Georgia offered and he kind of hit the pause button on his recruitment. It was like, hey, let me kind of check everything out. I do think it's good news that, again, that he didn't come out of that Georgia commit that Georgia visit committed. Like we've seen some some others do this summer and, you know, just at, just coming out of trips that, to Georgia, kind of making that decision. So I feeling I'm feeling pretty encouraged that he didn't commit to Georgia after that. Uh, so I'm still watching Notre Dame. I still feel like they're a school that's really in there. And Ohio State, I feel like, might be like that kind of dark horse program. Like, we don't really know too much about Ohio State and Justin Scott, I feel like. Um, but they're always a school that can kind of turn the temperature up and, you know, get a win a recruitment when they kind of need to. So um, I would say Notre Dame and Ohio State are probably the two that maybe I'm watching closest right now. And to me, like as a player, Justin Scott is that massive frame, athletic, kind of nose tackle type of defensive tackle. He's not like crazy twitchy, not like a pass rushing interior presence. He is twitchy enough for his size, but what he does well is that knockback with power sheds blocks, takes the inside run game away. So he's a little bit, in my opinion, Gabby, like a different type of defensive tackle than Miami's been hosting here. These first two weekends, guys like Cam Kamori and Franklin, guys like Aiden Breland, guys like David Stone. they Those five-star defensive tackles 
have a little more twitch to them, a little more pass rushing potential to them. And, and Justin Scott could get it done in that way a little bit. But to me, uh, his value is just power and taking away the inside run game, which, as we know, is an area that Miami has struggled with here in recent years. So I think he's a massive get. There's not many nose tackle type of defensive tackles that are going to be ranked five stars. And so that tells you how special of a player, in my opinion, Justin Scott is. Do you have an opinion of him as a player? I mean, I think a lot of the things you kind of said, I mean, I think he's kind of one of those guys that you kind of throw into the middle of the defense and, you know, you kind of, you, you kind of don't have to worry about it too much anymore. Again, I think he's athletic enough and big enough that, you know, he can give you, he, he can play, you know, maybe more snaps than a typical, maybe nose would. Like, I think he's someone that you mm-hmm. can kind of, you can play, you can leave on the field. You're not going to have to, I mean, you know, Miami likes to rotate some guys, but I think he's talented enough where you can kind of, you know, leave him there. And again, he has, a lot of that power. He gets a lot of that push, especially like you said, in the run game. And, you know, I think he's also a big time athlete. Like I think people just love his just total profile. So he has that big size, the six foot four, 310 pounds checks off all. I mean, that's the size Miami's looking for in like the transfer portal for like right. college, like upperclassmen, college players, like Justin Scott, like in a couple of years can just be a total freak show. And I think that just kind of projecting even further into the future. I mean, man, I mean, I'm, I would, I'm, I'm really, really hoping that we get to see what he's going to look like. We'll see it regardless, but like, hopefully we can see it in orange and green, what he looks like in a couple of years. Attention business owners. I'm going to say three words you've probably heard of by now. Employee retention credit. If you're a business owner with W-2 employees and you haven't explored this program, you need to schedule a call with our friends at Foreman Law Offices, ASAP. The employee retention credit can put thousands of dollars back into the hands of business owners. However, the rules are complex and have changed many times since the inception of the program. You need to have a qualified law firm with experience in the ERC. Evaluate this for your business. You won't owe them a dime until you get paid. All you have to do is go to erclawyers.com and fill out the short questionnaire to schedule a call with their team. Two minutes may be worth thousands of dollars for your business. Get it done today. ERCLawyers.com. Tell them TTS sent you for Through the Smoke. This episode is also brought to you by Midway Sports, your one-stop shop for all of your sporting good needs, located just two miles south of the University of Miami. This locally owned small business has everything you would need to gear up for every sport. Their stocked up men's, women's, and kids selections has you and your family covered for all of your outdoor needs. Use promo code SMOKE15 for 15% off your online order at MidwaySports.com. Are you a business owner or manager in need of seasonal or temporary staff? Let the folks at LT Pro Enterprises assist. The folks at LT Pro Enterprises can help you find laborers, for your business in the state of Florida with an expanding footprint to other states as well. Reach out to Lionel Torres at TorresLionel1, the number one, at gmail.com. LT Pro Enterprises, your source for all of your staffing and labor needs. Profile-wise, he kind of reminds me of Jordan Davis, the, the Georgia defensive tackle a couple of years back, that massive frame and very athletic for his size. So, but 
you know, I think it was fair to say Jordan was more of a nose tackle-ish type of defensive tackle. Um, so yeah, we'll see whether Miami can keep uh, that strong momentum going for Justin Scott. One guy that they are also looking to continue the momentum for is four-star running back Kevin Riley. He goes five foot 11, 195 at a Tuscaloosa County. He is the number 81 overall player in the country, according to the composite. Uh, his only visit, I believe, this summer scheduled for now is to Miami. Um, again, Gabby, he is in SEC country. He goes to Tuscaloosa County High School, which, of course, is right down the road from the University of Alabama, who has offered Kevin Riley. Yeah. So what do we need to know here? Yeah, I, I mean, Alabama wants Kevin Riley. You know, he's he's someone that they're absolutely recruiting. Uh, Miami does, too. And again, I, I don't you know, I, I'm it's, I'm kind of in a in wait and see mode. But man, again, this is a, this is a situation that coming into these are really the two names I'm watching closest. It's Justin Scott and Kevin Riley. I think this weekend is about what comes out of those two recruitments. Auburn's a school that's really in there as well. But again, Miami's that only summer official visit planned right now. And look, man, I mean, I, I get that I've been saying this a lot lately, but Miami feels like they're in a really good spot, man. I mean, they think that, you know, Kevin Riley might be, you know, they love Jared Gibson. They think Jared Gibson's a good player, but Kevin Riley might, they, they might like Kevin Riley even a little bit more. And I think like they're going to push to get Kevin Riley on the boat this weekend. Like they're really going to work, work, work to try to get Kevin Riley. I think he's potentially their guy at running back, the guy, the one that they really, really like. I think they feel like they're in position to do so. I don't think it's like a far-fetched idea to them that Kevin Riley potentially makes a move uh, because they feel like they've done a really good job working there. They got him down for the spring game. Uh, that visit went really well, you know, just kind of coming out of that. And I think, again, this weekend provides them an opportunity to potentially seal the deal. And, you know, I, I think Kevin Riley is someone that if at the end of the weekend, you know, we're talking about Kevin Riley in Miami's class, like that's not something that would totally shock me, to be honest, just based on the feedback that I'm getting, uh, you know, from Miami's end, just going into this. He'd be a big time pickup if Miami was able to seal the deal there. To me, his tape reminds me a lot of, like if we're talking former Hurricanes, his tape reminds me a lot of Mark Walton, um, you know, just a guy who has a solid build, 5'10-ish, 190-ish uh, coming out. And, uh, you know, just needs a little crease. He can generate a big play. Good at getting to the edges and making a defender miss. Good contact balance. Good, tough football player. Uh, maybe not elite, elite in any specific area, but just very good across the board. And, uh of course, Mark Walton, you know, had, a, you know, his, his career didn't end at Miami like we would have hoped. But in 2016, his second year in the program, he did run for 1,100 yards and 14 touchdowns. Um, I believe he's the last running back to crack the 1,000-yard mark at Miami, if I have that right off the top of my head, uh, back in 2016. So, and, and it seems like, Gabby, as the evaluation process uh, advances, uh, it seems like Kevin Riley is a guy that when more people watch him, uh, his ranking goes up. So, uh, you know, I don't think there's much of a difference there between Jarrett Gibson and Kevin Riley as a player. So 
if you're if you're able to get him in the boat, obviously Miami's going to have to fight to keep him. But Miami knows that uh, they are here for that type of fight. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, next, I want to talk about four-star defensive end Elias Rudolph. Six foot four, 205, pass rusher out of Deerfield Beach. He's originally from the state of Ohio, right, Gabby? And- yeah. He's the number 255 overall player in the country, according to the composite. He has visited Pittsburgh and Michigan already this summer. He will visit Ohio State next week. What do we need to know here? Yeah, I mean, picked up three Michigan crystal balls uh, coming out of that weekend in Ann Arbor. So seems like the Wolverines might be the, the team to beat. This is someone that Jason Taylor evaluated in person during one of those spring jamborees. Uh, up in Palm Beach County, offered him. I mean, heard that he had a great day, uh, you know, has a kind of slender frame, a 6'4", 200 pounds, uh, you know, is kind of, you know, really thin. But again, I think a guy that you can kind of build up, you can pack weight on him, um, all those types of things. I remember he was at, um, I think it was that January Elite Prospect Day. And, uh, you know, he was, I, I remember seeing him and talking to him there and thinking like, yeah, this dude is is really, really skinny. Um, but you know, I think he definitely has some of that twitch. And again, man, I mean, the Michigan, Michigan Wolverines want you. That's a definitely a good sign. Cause those guys do a really good job of producing edge rushers, defensive linemen guys along the line of scrimmage. And, uh, so I'm curious if Miami can take that step over Michigan, if you really, how much they're going to push to even maybe even right. take that next step over Michigan, because they are chasing guys. I and mean, we've talked about it before. I mean, they feel really good about where there are with some other pass rushers, like a, a Dylan Stewart, maybe even a Colin Simmons who again, I think as the, even as the week continues to, or they kind of, you know, go further, get further and further away from this uh, past official visit weekend, you know, they're still feeling good about where they're at with Colin Simmons and, and things like that. So I think, you know, where exactly is Elias Rudolph on the board? Um, Is Michigan probably the most likely landing spot? I would say so just based on the latest Intel, but maybe this weekend uh, changes things up again. He's not originally from Miami, so I don't think we should treat this or view it like a local recruitment, like some South Florida kid. You know, right. he's not. So I think uh, you know this is probably going to be his deepest exposure to Miami and what the Hurricanes have to offer. So uh, I'm I'm curious to to check the temperature on this recruitment on Sunday and and see where the Hurricanes are at. Yeah, I heard rave reviews from some people that were at the Jamboree as well. Um, and so he is a player that intrigues me. I think he's a guy, he's already pretty highly rated, right? Uh, yeah, he's a four. We have him as a four, 90 as a, and a four. But to me, he's a guy that could be like a senior riser type if his frame conti- continues to fill out 
because I do think athletically there is a lot there to work with. So um, we'll see. Next guy to talk about, four-star defensive tackle, Jaden Jackson. He goes 6'2", 300. He's out of IMG Acad- Academy, number 419 overall player in the country. Uh, he has visited Florida and Ohio State. He will visit Texas next week. What do we need to know here? Yeah, I mean, a coveted, you know, big body along the interior line, right? Like, I, I feel like, you know, Jaden Jackson is is one of those guys that maybe, don't. I feel like, you know, maybe doesn't like wow you, like, I don't know. I feel like that's how I've kind of felt. He doesn't like, oh, my, but you see, you see the entry, right? You see why schools would mm-hmm. like him. There's not a lot of body types that are built like that, that can move like that. Uh, so, you know, there's, you know, I, I get why all these schools are kind of coming after him. Um, you know, you, I mean, that's a, that's a great list of suitors. I mean, Florida, Ohio state, Texas, Miami, Tennessee's in there, some others for sure. Um, but you know, I, I, this is a guy that spent a ton of time around Miami's campus. He's been around plenty, uh, you know, with the IMG Academy crew. Uh, so he's been around three or four times. He was there that weekend with David Stone and Dylan Stewart when they all went to Mario Cristobal's house that, you know, that was the first time they had done something like that. Uh, I think Miami's done a really good job here. He has a great relationship with Francis Malagoa. Um, you know, Miami again, wants to build that IMG Academy pipeline. Uh, you know, they're working on a bunch of these defensive linemen and it's kind of, you know, it could be tough to see, to, to know how exactly it stacks up uh, outside of, you know, really the top of the board, but I think Jaden Jackson's a guy is, is a name that they, that they really love. And I, I think like, you know, I get the sense that they would a hundred percent take if he was ready to go, but uh, you know, I think he's going to kind of kind of continue to go through the process and maybe see where the chips fall after the summer. But uh, I think going into the weekend, I think the Hurricanes are, you know, a school that he's really seriously considering. And I, I think this week it could probably help, you know, again, you know, move things in favor of Miami. For me, uh, just having seen him play a little bit at IMG, I've said this before, but to me, he's kind of like a poor man's Nesta Silvera from like, a body type and movement skills type of thing. And, you know, Nesta had a solid career at Miami, went on to get drafted after playing one year at Arizona state. So to me, Jaden Jackson's a guy where it's like, look, if, if he's a part of a class that also features some five-star defensive linemen, he's going to fit right in and produce playing next to those type of guys. So I would be intrigued if Miami's able to also land those high, high, high caliber defensive linemen that they're shooting for. Um, and then one more guy to touch on, and then we'll get out of here, Gabby. Three-star offensive lineman, Moritz, Moritz, uh, Schmoranzer, Schmoranzer. Butchered that. Moritz Schmoranzer. 6'5", 280, at a North Cross school in Roanoke, Virginia. He has visited Virginia Tech and West Virginia. He will visit Pittsburgh. So he's kind of a recent um, addition to the targets list. This recruitment seems to be picking up pretty quickly here from a Miami perspective. What do we need to know? The Star Horton Group is a real estate company that covers all of Miami-Dade, Broward, and Palm Beach counties. Born and raised in Miami, Star is committed to growing his clients' wealth and securing their futures. One of the top realtors in the state, Star knows the ins and outs of the market to make sure his clients get the best possible value when they sell or buy. If you're looking to buy or sell or know someone who is, call or text Star directly at 
573-4661. And here's the beauty. When you refer someone to Star, he will donate $250 to the Miami Hurricanes Athletic Fund in your name upon the closing of the deal. So to have a great real estate experience and help our Canes, call or text Star today at 561-573-4661. Money can be the root of all evil when you don't understand it. A couple of bad decisions shouldn't continue to affect us years later, and the path to recovery shouldn't be as painful as the regret. Everyone at some point needs help with their financial situation, and Pride Financial can lend that helping hand. Pride Financial offers a patient and judgment-free environment and will provide you with the knowledge and power you need to realize your dreams. Once they identify your goals, they will guide you to the finish line, holding your hand every step of the way. Repairing and building credit is only the first step. They'll educate you on a variety of banking and financial institutions, what resources they offer, and how to maximize funding for your financial needs. Gain access to a vast network of realtors and licensed dealers to receive outstanding deals on prime real estate and the newest vehicles to fit your lifestyle. They even offer education and services to assist those more involved on the business side of things. Text 305-393-7698 or email globalchoice underscore consulting at yahoo.com to book a free consultation with Pride Financial, and let's take pride in our finances. Uh, I think, I, I mean, it's picked up super quickly. Miami offered him what, I think it was like Monday or Tuesday, and by Wednesday, it was like, I'm taking an official visit. Um, I, and, you know, the, look, the, the interior line board has definitely taken, you know, a slight hit. You know, it's definitely shook up a little bit, uh, you know, just given some recent commitments. Uh, Eddie Turk, Turk, who's was one of their top interior linemen, you know, committed to Illinois to play defensive line, uh, which is a position, you know, he played, he goes both ways, really. Miami was the only school recruiting him as an interior lineman. Um, you know, of course, some other guys ended up committing elsewhere. So I, I think they definitely went back to the drawing board, started cutting up some tape and Moritz is a name that stuck out watching him on tape. I mean, I kind of, you kind of see, you kind of see it. He's a two-way lineman, plays defensive, defensive tackle, um, plays, you know, along the offensive line. You watch him kind of pulling. You can see that he's an athlete. He can move around, um, you know, lighten his feet. And you could kind of see where, again, you're kind of you're kind of projecting developmentally uh, a couple Mm -hmm. years down the line. And you could see you could see why. And the schools that are kind of recruiting him are kind of those types of schools that take guys like that and develop them. And then a couple of years we're like, dude, these guys have a redshirt junior offensive lineman who's like, you know, I I mean, the Virginia Techs, the picks, all those guys. Um, so I think this was a really good evaluation by Miami. I think that, you know, considering the pivot and names, sometimes you have to pivot to maybe aren't the best, but I think that this is a viable option. And I, I get the sense just even from my perspective is just like, I think Miami probably is kicking themselves a little bit for maybe not finding him sooner or discovering him sooner, giving him as hard of a look sooner, because I think they feel like he is a guy that they would a hundred percent take. Like if, if, after, if the, this weekend wraps up and he's like, Hey, I'm ready to go. Like, I don't think they're going to hesitate to take this kid. And I think that's telling to the way they actually like him. And it's not just like an eval to be like, Hey, you know, we kind of need some bodies. Let's see what this kid looks like. No, I think they like him enough to accept a commitment. And I think that that's a uh, pretty notable. I mean, I think, you know, Miami's an international city. He's German born. Uh, that's something he told me that, you know, just kind of the intrigue of that. 
Um, and then, of course, just everything Miami has to offer developmentally. I think uh, I, I think the Hurricanes are going to be a really interesting option. And I think get him kind of getting down here, seeing it for himself, can go a long way towards putting Miami at the top of that recruitment. But I think Pitt might be a school to watch as well. Yeah, I agree with everything you said. I, I like his tape, too. Uh, he fires off the ball with intensity. I think one thing I like, too, is you mentioned he plays D-line in high school. And I like offensive linemen that have a little bit of that defensive line mentality. And so he brings that. He, like you're saying, he's good at pulling and being able to get his hands on defenders in space, which we know is a staple of the Mario Cristobal run game. So I think he'd be a great fit, great developmental fit here for the future of the Miami Hurricanes offensive line. Uh, All right, Gabby, let's get out of here on this. Big picture wise, this weekend to me, is kind of about sealing the deal with Justin Scott at defensive tackle and Kevin Riley. And when I say seal the deal, I don't necessarily mean you have commitments by the end of Monday and Tuesday following those visits. But to me, sealing the deal is like, okay, basically Kevin Riley and Justin Scott let Miami know, hey, I'm coming. This is for me. And then those commitments happen whenever they happen down the road. Would you push back on that? No, I think that's exact. I think that's exactly what it is. I think that's that's the way Miami needs to go about this weekend. I think that's the plan for this weekend. It's just it's smaller. It's become a little bit more intimate. You know, again, they had fourteen last weekend. It's five this weekend. I, I think this weekend is about. This is the Justin Scott Kevin Riley weekend, and I'm not. And that's not to discount some of these other guys. And I don't mean it in a way where Jaden Jackson doesn't matter, or right. you know, the lineman doesn't matter, or Elias Rudolph doesn't matter. I'm just saying, like these are two top of the board type of guys. And two guys that Miami feels, you know, good about where they're at. And like you said, David, it's not about picking up a commitment by Sunday. It's when these guys announce early July commitments after they've kind of do their, done their, their due diligence or whatever the case is, that Miami established themselves as the pick because of this weekend. And I think that's, you know, I think that they're working towards that. And uh, I think there's definitely some optimism that that's the way this is trending. So it's a huge weekend at Miami. Not from a number standpoint, but, you know, the results of this weekend, the fruits that this weekend could produce um, could be, you know, really, really beneficial to the program in the future. All right. So, again, got 60 percent off deal ending tonight, Thursday night uh, at InsideTheU.com. 60 percent off. I get you a year's subscription for 43 bucks. Gabby is all over it all weekend long. So stay tuned for how this recruiting weekend unfolds. And we'll get out of here on that. Till next time, take care.